three, two, one. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Reaction First podcast brought to you by Passion Fruit. I am joined today by really pioneers of the space. Uh, they established themselves in the YouTube community almost uh, going on a decade now. And I knew, you know, when I started this thing, I had to get them because they represented an era of YouTube that uh, has really shifted since then. And now they're still here, still a staple of the reaction community. And I wanted to uh, pick their brains on how to how to flex their creative and uh, comedic muscles, <laughs> so to speak. Mm. Uh, they are the legendary M-Dog and uh, Struggle Soldier of the Struggle Nation. Thank you guys for uh, coming on. Thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, like I said, you know, you've uh, you've been in the YouTube game for uh, a while now, and uh, I've had the pleasure to meet you out here in LA when you guys were here last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, one of the things I really appreciate about you know your work in the space, everything you do, is that you're eager to collab with people, you're eager to participate with uh, within the community. And so I knew when I was doing this, I had to have you back on because uh, you've been like you know such great contributors to everyone's sort of growth in this space. So yeah, I, I want to dive into the whole thing, the whole journey of uh, how you guys got here. Uh, so for a lot of channels, uh, you know, I usually start with the name, the origin of like, you know, how you guys started and your name is Struggle Nation, but formerly up until somewhat recently, it was for a long time Echomog. Yeah. That was the kind of the brand for you, for both of you. Uh, what was the, yeah, the origin, origin of that? So we started off doing uh, hip hop and... From that, we started doing comedy sketches as a way to kind of promote our hip-hop. We wanted a unique way to promote the music. So, uh, number one, we wanted a unique name. And uh, we, we picked that because it was an acronym for every change occurs musically over generations. So, we kind of wanted that to be the umbrella for everything when we got into doing skits. And because the skits got really popular, which we didn't expect. So, we're like, all right, we enjoy doing this. So we want to do it more. So we'll just branch out and do everything. So from that, led to doing reactions eventually under under the same name. The problem was nobody knew how the hell to say this name or what it meant. <laughs> and every time I said it, I had to explain it. I'm like, oh, and what does that mean? What is, Ecomog, what is that? Like, I'm like, all right. I'm like, we need a better name. <laughs> we need something that, that kind of promotes who we are and it is catchy and it sounds good. And one of our one of our viewers I'll, I'll never forget, he uh, he coined the name Struggle Nation, and immediately when I heard it, I'm like, that's oh it. yeah, that's us, because we're struggling yeah. every video, every time, like, behind <laughs> the scenes, in front of the scenes, all that, so I'm like, okay, I want that to be the identity and the name, and we we took it, we ran with it, and um, yeah, yeah, that that's that's how it started, and, and here we are. Yeah, here we are. Uh, well, like you said, you know, you guys started, I guess, on YouTube with your YouTube work, Mm-hmm. uh doing uh skits sketch comedy yeah. and that was like a big part of the channel for the first few years um what was the sort of start with that how did you get started doing that uh were there any like sort of inspirations you guys were trying to emulate when you when you were making those yeah that, yeah. Ooh, that day yeah yeah the uh <laughs> the sketch comedy started oh because we were we were fans of you know in living color and mm-hmm. mad tv and all that of course you know Chappelle show we kind of we, we kind of wanted to do something super ridiculous. So it, it, it kind of started with, with my cousin just writing a random sketch with random names. Like even the name M dog, we just pulled that out of a hat, but like we want the most ridiculous sound name ever. <laughs> so, 
you're you're a, a fake gangster called M Dog. You're doing this and all that. Brain style start doing more ridiculous. We wanted to make each one more ridiculous than the last. I have, I never forget. There's one that we have where uh, me and him are having a conversation and we're saying the most vile language ever. But every time we say it, there, there's this really nice sound of white guy dubbing our voiceover with, with like really pleasantries. Right, with right. the so, hand motion yeah, so and we're, the facial we're, expressions. We're doing this and he's just saying, I want to have a nice candlelight dinner and you know stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But so, you know, behind closed doors, we're not saying some nice. <laughs> So, you know, it's stuff like that. We got, we were inspired by, by all kinds of comedy. And of course, we're ridiculous people anyway. Yeah. That's why we're able to improv so well. So, you know, it kind of, it kind of started with that and escalated. And we ended up kind of integrating our improv and comedy into the reactions because we wanted a unique way to do it. And it ended up working. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, like you mentioned, you guys are really good at improv, as people can see from the reactions and your just general chemistry. Uh, did you guys uh, have any sort of like, you know, proper training of that? Or is this all just kind of self-taught, you know? No, honestly, um, going back towards the videos we did before we started YouTube in general, we we had we, we have always had it. We would film. <laughs> we would just film things. And we just realized after a while we didn't need a script. Mm. We would tell each other what we need to talk about and we would just go with it. And this is before YouTube. So when we started YouTube, we tried it out and we realized we are already good at creating images and stories Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. So we put that into a reaction type style and it just started to catch. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. realized this is us. We are going to be different from every other reaction channel by using our improv to improve the comedy, mm-hmm. but right. also to make us, it just helped us. Our improv skills has helped us elevate. Yeah. And it yeah. also helped us be original. Like right. we, we, till this day, we still feel as though there is no one else doing what we do because yeah. of our improv skills. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're totally right. It, it translates very well, perfectly to the reactions because that is what it is, right? It's improv. It's reacting live mm-hmm. on the spot, on the fly to what is happening in front of you on screen. Um, but with the with the sketches, though, you guys seem to sort of take off like right away. I mean, even right now, going back looking at your first video, um, it got over two hundred thousand views on it. Was that the case when it when it debuted? Did you guys get like a sort no. of huge <laughs> reception? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. That <laughs> it's like it. It was a gamble when we did it. So I'm like, all right, let, let's let's see what happens. And, yeah. um, you know, it's a slow start. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you, you get a little stressed out. Like, okay, it's not doing what I thought it was going to do. But, you know, it, it's <laughs> over time, it'll grow. So it's what we wanted to do. So I'm like, we're going to stick to it. Yeah. Um, how did the, uh, the general progression of the uh, reception help kind of influence, you know, your dedication to, to keep doing it? Man comments yeah 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 that that's a big part of it comments and you know comments. it can be a double-edged sword it can be either positive or negative but it the 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 positive always outweighed the negative and the reception of it was really inspiring and exciting too so when we saw it, it's, it's it's always a, a gamble when you do something risky like that like Especially when you got a crazy mind like ours, you put something out there, it, it can be accepted in any kind of way. And when, when it's overwhelmingly positive like that, no matter how many 
views it gets. It's like, okay, well, people like this. People want to see this. I enjoy doing it. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Video right. after video. Um, you know, you, you do your first video. You see a few comments that say, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. You do your second video. Who are these guys? And like you said, you get the negative and you get the positive, but the positive outweighed the negative every time. Mm-hmm. And people started to comment on the difference in what we do. And this is early on. So we started to film more and more reactions. And that turned into us saying, hey, we can actually do this. All right. Mind you, while doing it, we sort of kind of, we were still like in limbo with it. We didn't know if this was us for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think that the... Was it the was it the Winter Soldier? It was a yeah, yeah. A, uh, Civil War, I believe. Yeah, Civil we War. um we realized that the more we stayed in character, the more positive the outcome was for us. Mm-hmm. Even if I have the date wrong, I do know for sure it was midwinter around January, and I I came home from work and he said, "Let's try this," and when we tried it, it might have been the best thing ever. Mm. Right, because I didn't know what we were doing. He mentioned reactions. I was like, "What?" Uh, I didn't know what they were. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was 2015. Uh, from when I, when I could check, Jeez. it was 2015. You guys did a double feature reaction for your first. Yeah, reaction yeah, that's of, right. Uh, yeah, Captain America: Civil War, and then Batman for Superman, uh, which were going to come out. I think around March that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, what was what was the decision to jump into reactions? You know, coming from sketches into that, like, uh, was that something you just sort of felt naturally you gravitated towards? It's it's a lot. It's number one. I've watched reactions since before they were putting the footage on the screen. <laughs> like, with way back in the day when you know, even when people reacted to the crazy stuff, which I'm not going to name. Yeah, but. Um, I've seen them evolve and I've always watched them. I've always loved them. And me and him, like we always say, every time we go watch a movie or something, we're, we're in the car snapping about it. The way the discussion that we're having in the car, it's like, this is similar to the discussion we could have in front of a camera. So I'm like, I see these reactions. I love them so much. I want to do them too, because like we have stuff that we want to share and a unique spin on it. So I'm like, I told him about it. I'm like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try this. And and we're gonna see if it works, right? Like, of course, it's a gamble, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see if it works, and if it does, we're we're gonna stick with it, right? Did you uh, did you guys have any uh, by the time you started with the reactions in 2015? Were there any other channels you kind of were specifically uh, following that you you saw that you liked, or was it still just like the idea of like sort of the general uh, reaction space that you were you were a fan of? Uh, I used to watch Akasan's channel a lot back then. It was definitely Akasan because he he was one of the original ones doing it like with with the camera and the footage and all of that other than that it's probably just a bunch of random channels i don't even remember the name of yeah it was yeah just the the huge landscape of it at yeah. That point. yeah and see he watched he watched certain channels me i had no clue what a reaction was as far as youtube <laughs> that was youtube junkie i just the only thing the only thing that i had watched that had anything to do with a reaction might have been in 2013 early 2014 um i was watching different videos based upon people reacting to the death of paul walker mm, right. oh yeah, but yeah, yeah i didn't know that i was watching a reaction channel mm-hmm. you know i'm just I'm, I'm ignorant to the fact that reaction channels exist so i don't know what i'm watching so my first encounter with a reaction was a guy reacting to Paul Walker's breaking news. Right. 
And that was the first time I've seen a reaction setup. So now it's 2015, and I remember, like, hey, people are doing reactions. And I guess that little bit helped me understand what a reaction was. So, like I said before, when we started doing reactions, we made sure we used who we really were. Mm-hmm. Right, right. To exaggerated though, exaggerated, exaggerated. <laughs> but we didn't the, actually go out and rob people. But. Yeah, we don't actually go out and rob <laughs> people. Like, we had to, we had to add to the story. We had to illustrate, you know, and and create. But at the end of the day, this is who we really are. Like goofy, mm-hmm. silly. We just love to laugh and enjoy life. And I think that's why a lot of people wanted to join our community after a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we would always speak on just enjoying films, enjoying TV shows, not trying to be critics. Right. Just sitting back laughing and smiling and crying if you have to while watching TV shows, movies, commercials, trailers. And the crazy thing is, like, it started out small, but the, the more people that, that showed up and, and the bigger we got... People used to be mad at me because, of course, you know, we're playing characters, exaggerated. Yeah. So you know, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm the way I am, and and I, I always clown him for whatever reason. And people thought it was real, which was always <laughs> a compliment to me. I'm like, wow, we must be really good actors. If he thinks it's real, like we're, we're being ridiculous. Like this is what we're wearing trash bags. Yeah. I'm like, how do you yep. think this is? But. They they used to hate me like I used to get roasted in the comments. I'm reading, I'm laughing. I'm like, they they don't even know it's real. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, let's keep, let's keep doing it. But then there was a shift. Like it went from people saying, "Why are you treating him so bad?" This was every other comment. Why are you treating him so bad? Then the comments shifted over to, "Why is he so stupid?" Talking about me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I had to learn to. I really had to learn within one year. I had to learn to not let the comments affect me. Right. I had to learn to learn from the comments. It didn't change who I was. It didn't change my performance, but it helped me perfect the craft. Mm-hmm. The comments are not supposed to bring you down. You are supposed to learn from them instead of reading like, oh, my gosh, they don't like this. They don't like this. If you do that, you destroy who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. So thank God for the comments. That's all I can <laughs> say. Thank God for the comments. After years of dealing with comments, you you form a very thick skin. Oh hell you know, yeah! Like, You'll yeah. find everything. Why is glass like that? Why is bandana crooked? Like whatever. Like yeah, <laughs> they they mad about something. They're gonna take it out on you. So yeah, it's a it's a heated relationship between uh, yeah the YouTubers and the comments. Yeah. Um, but like I mentioned, you guys yeah started with Captain America's of War, Batman for Superman, kind of a really big sort of pivotal moment for the fandom of DC Marvel, you know, the sort of like, you know, one versus the other, but also just like the shift and like what those movies were becoming at that point. Yeah. Um, what is your personal history with like those big franchises like DC Marvel, Star Wars, all that stuff? Oh, man. Oh, um, you first. <laughs> and this is, this is me just being straightforward and honest. He introduced me to the Marvel world. I'm just going to speak about Marvel Marvel right now. He mm-hmm. introduced me to the Marvel world. He introduced me to seeing movies at midnight or the day before it actually drops, which is Thursday. Night releases, baby. Right. Um, the very first film that brought me into the Marvel world was Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. We went to Cherry Hill Lowe's. We went to Lowe's Theater in Cherry Hill. He took me there. And it blew my mind. Everybody was in costume. This is before you were able to reserve your seats. All right. I'm so everybody nice, yeah. is standing in line. Like they're waiting outside the auditorium and they're dressed up. And I'm realizing like this is a whole different world that I never even knew about. And once he introduced me to that, it just I just became a movie theater addict at this point. Mm-hmm. DC, Marvel, anything. 
So that right there, my gosh. Me, I've, I've watched all of them. If it was a comic book movie, I'm watching it. Watchmen, you name it. Back in the day, Blade, like, I was already... It, it started with the X-Men cartoon back in the day, and, and that kind of, like, sparked my interest in, in comics, DC, Marvel, all that. Of course, Batman. I've watched every single Batman. I've, I love these movies since the, since the beginning, and seeing them evolve the way they did was exciting to me. Like, I, I enjoyed being on that journey and seeing how they were back then. There's some back then it was some wild movies. Like you go back and look at it now, like, what the hell were they doing? But then you look at it now, I'm like, well, it started there, but it's evolved so much. Like these these are million dollar blockbusters now, and they look like we thought they looked back then. Like back then we thought it was real life. Like, oh man, look at the effects. Look at look at it now. Like, what the hell? <laughs> now try? now it it's it's the way we see it in our mind when we read it read the comics as a kid. Like right. we imagine all this. Like what like the Avengers and the Justice League and all that. In our mind, we saw what it could be, and it it's like that now. It's, it's matched up to what we saw. So, seeing that has been exciting. Like I loved it. Like every single step of the way, I'm I'm there. I'm, I'm right. a fanatic for this, and seeing it on on the big screen is one of the best things that could ever happen to me. Yeah, as you guys say, you go you know day one, as you, as you always say. Day one, day one we there. Yeah, it, uh, it sounds very similar to. Yeah, kind of like why I enjoy the movie going experience. It is the community. It is the sort of like, you know, communal uh, sense of being mm-hmm. with like, yeah, very passionate people about mm-hmm. it. And, that, and that's easily generated by big fandoms, big movies, um, big blockbusters. Um, and I remember those days. I remember the uh, the old days of uh, midnight screenings when, yeah, oh, you yeah. couldn't reserve the seat. <sighs> You had to be there, had you to, to line up early. at 11 a.m. to if you want to get a good seat. Yep. <laughs> you if your friends are running late, you're like, hey, man, I'll be there, you know, five minutes before we go in. It's like, no, you mm-hmm. got to be here Ugh. earlier than Gotta that, man. Like, like, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have a, have a favorite uh, memory of a midnight screening that you went to back in the day? It might not have been midnight, but it was, I think it was an 8 p.m. show. Mm-hmm. And the memory that me and him have is ridiculous. Once again, it was Iron Man 3. We were running late. The movie started at 8. We left out of the house at 7.42. Um, at this point, um, I had just bought, uh, what was it, a Dodge? Um, was it a Charger? Yeah. I had, you know, it was, my, it was a gift. I had got a Dodge Charger as a gift, mm-hmm. and we were running late. I think we drove about 126 miles per hour. <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically. Just, <laughs> just to make it in time. But in between going to make it to this movie on time and to get a good seat, we also stopped at Burger King. <laughs> We're eating burgers while rushing to make it to this theater on time to get good seats and to see it on time. So now we get our good seats at the theater, but now we are suffering from indigestion. I swallowed that burger like a pill. Like a pill. And he's sitting like, you see him trying to breathe in the theater. Meanwhile, I'm trying to breathe as well. So this is a memory that we will never forget because we enjoyed the movie. And we were also able to get middle seats yeah. in a crowded theater. But what we had to do to get there on time and what we did in between was something we will never forget. Right. It's been so long. I don't really even remember the midnight. I think we, we there was a midnight release for a Fast and Furious movie. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, there must have been. It's been around for so long. And the last midnight release we went to go see was the Dark Knight. Remember, it was Delaware Avenue. It was the Dark Knight. The final installation, but there was a mid, there was a Fast and Furious one though too. 
for midnight release that we yeah. see. Because I remember there being cars in the in the in the driveway. I'm not driveway. It in was the parking lot and it people was revving up the engines again. and all that. It was Cherry Hill Lows again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that was that was pretty exciting. It's, it's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, thankfully. Uh, yeah, it's a little easier to get into those movies now with uh, yeah. yeah reserved seating and whatnot. Reserved seating. Thank God for that. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, man. I don't know. I'm grateful for. I am grateful for reserved seating. Yes, but there was something about. There were just certain things about not being able to reserve your seat and seeing everybody pile up in the hallway to get good seats. Right. It just missed the chaos. I don't. It was. It was. <laughs> but it, it showed you how much people enjoyed going to the movies. Yeah. yeah. I, I I like that. Yeah. So I, I reserve my seat though. Yeah. That's I that's agree. Yeah, it makes me it makes me nostalgic to think about the uh, yeah back in the day the the mm. everyone lined up in the parking lot you know hanging out for oh, a couple yeah. hours oh, ahead yes. of time yeah yeah it's it's a fun time uh, but but at the time though when you started with you know Batman vs Superman and Captain America Civil War uh, like I said that turned into like a really sort of tumultuous time for the for the fandom mm. um, what was it like sort of starting reactions in that specific time when things eventually started like heating up really quickly once those movies even came out. We were I, blessed. I think we picked. Yeah, we picked the best time to do this. Like we picked, we picked the best time to jump into this because number one, it's already stuff that I that I love, and when you're covering movies that you love, it it just makes the whole the whole situation better. Like mm-hmm. it's like the perfect marriage. It's like the things I love doing, both of them, like YouTube and and covering these movies that 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 I'm really looking forward to, and that ended up being really 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 great for me. So yeah, I think it was it was like just perfect timing. Yeah, and uh, uh, with the fandom, you know, uh, sort of shifting over time with like you know everyone's uh, take on this movie, that movie, you know, who's better, what's not. Um, I remember a clip from uh, an older video of yours from a few years ago of your kind of sentiment about just how you want to view movies, how you want to talk about movies, which is you know if you're going to criticize something, it's fair to criticize it, but you don't have to be an asshole and you don't have to like ruins someone's enjoyment about right, it right. and that's like yeah, that was a kind of stand by like a big stance of yours yeah um how's your relationship with that aspect of fandom uh changed or you know evolved over the years as we've gotten deeper into like sort of each you know franchise universe i think there there's people people have gotten very very critical and I, I feel like the, the the negativity is just like it's just, it's way too much. No matter which way you go, man, the, the, which which thing you're a fan of, and it, it's evolved to the point where finding the positive, <laughs> you got to search for it. Be, I, and I don't know why that is. Maybe, and I always say maybe people are spoiled and they got too much, but it's like, there's a, there's a way to talk about something where you're not just like tearing it down. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess it depends on how, how you look at it. But like us personally, I, I, even the stuff that we don't like, like I've, I've learned to talk about it in a way where I'm not just like ripping it to shreds. And, and I'm like, I try to look for the good in it. And mm-hmm. then, if there's only a little bit, I'll say that. But then I'm like, but here's what I what I feel about it. You know, there, there's a, there's a way to do it where you're not just like. When we talk, let, let's say we talk about a movie or a show that we didn't like. We never try to tell the viewer to not go see. Yeah, it. it's like if mm-hmm. I don't like it, but you like it, that's great. Right. That's there's, what we want. There's we, a lot of movies and shows that we don't like, but but others do. And then that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
Like, mm-hmm. we just agree to disagree. You like it, I don't. And then that's it. Like, I don't have to clown you for not liking it. It doesn't make sense. Like, people are here yes. to enjoy entertainment. You're supposed to enjoy entertainment no matter what it is. There's that's, shows that we don't that like. Right if you like it, that's that's great. I'm, I'm glad you like it. I, there's other stuff I like. If you don't like it, then, you know, it is what it is. That's and, how it should be. And we try to make sure our viewers and the people who love us understand that you can be honest. You You don't have to... You don't have to like what we like. You don't have to hate what we hate. We want you to tell us why you liked it. We're not here to tell you, well, you're stupid for liking that. Because people are attacking other people for liking or not liking things. Like, um, personally, I wasn't the biggest fan of the, what was it, um, Get Out? Get Out, yeah. Get Out. And, you know, a lot of people were just like, hey, how can you not like this or love this? And I said, I just personally. Not for me. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'm going to bash you for liking it. We just have a difference in opinions. But this is what makes the YouTube community beautiful. I want to see us disagree sometimes, but respectfully. Right. Don't don't ever tell somebody you're stupid or a fool because you love what I didn't love. The good thing about that is when you have a difference of opinion, it leads to discussion, which is what should happen all the time anyway. Boom. Why, why, here's why I didn't like it. Why do you like it? And then sometimes you never know your opinion could change or whatever like that. Cause I've seen that happen multiple times where I had conversations with people about movies. They didn't like it, but I did. I explained exactly why I liked it, and then they came around, and vice versa. Like, you yeah. know, discussion should be had. We all, we all shouldn't think the same off the bat anyway. That's not how we're, we're programmed. Yeah, because that's corny. I don't want everybody to think how I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, you, you make totally valid points. Uh, you know, several other channels I've managed to speak with on on here for, for the same subject uh, agree. It's like the idea of, like, you want to put your energy into, you know, building up something that you want to praise you want to be constructive about mm-hmm. it um as opposed to focusing your energy on the negativity because then that feeds right. into your a cycle of like try that's all you can start talking about it's all you can start focusing on mm-hmm. and for the channel you know uh it's you know going on several years now in the reactions uh you around 2019 is when i met you guys uh when you came out to la um and m dog you that, that was a big move that you made to be to be out here for a while um you know uh, right before everything kind of fell apart in the world, um, what was the reason behind the move? Like, did you feel that was like a, a major risk involved? Like, in, in terms of like you know maintaining the channel? Yeah, it definitely was a, a, a risk. Um, but I feel like it's a move that 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 we had to make, and eventually we're both going to go out there. Mm-hmm. But um, it and and if it didn't pay off, I would just like damn, damn, that, that, you know, I went there, I tried it didn't work but no, it paid off that's some of the best times of my life like the connections i made like la is a like, when, when you're doing this this any kind of youtube like la is the the, the place to be mm-hmm. and man i was just there for like what a couple years and the people yeah. that i've connected with and the the, the things i've done it, it is probably one of the best moves that that i could have made and unfortunately the world fell apart so i had to had to come back because i'm like the way <laughs> the way things were because the plan was always to, to get him out there too, but yeah. with, with the world happened. falling apart and it turned into Walking Dead, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> and that's where the delay was. Like he left, um, he left two weeks after we watched Endgame, right? Yeah, he left two weeks after Avengers Endgame came out. And when I tell you, he would FaceTime me while he was down there, and that's why I'm going to say right now, it paid off very well for him to go down there. Mm-hmm. He experienced a lot. He learned a lot. He met people. Who I never thought that he would meet. Same. So I'm sitting here looking like this is what I want for the both of us. 
And I was happy as hell he was down there. So that motivated me and him to basically put ourselves into a position to leave Philadelphia and go to L.A. That's where mm. we're going to end up regardless. Yeah, I'm a Lakers fan. Like, I am a stone-cold <laughs> Cold-blooded Lakers fan, so yeah. it was always that you know that that's where we're supposed to be. He loves L.A. I love L.A. and we just want to we want to be bigger than what we are. So the plan is let's get down there. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. At that time, you managed to yeah, like you said, collab with a lot of people. Um, you know, Greg from the Real Rejects. Mm-hmm. Um, you were you you appeared in uh, John Campia's documentary about mm-hmm. uh, movie trailers, which I did. Like, the these trailer are crazy for. opportunities that I, <laughs> yeah. I would never have that. Like that man. <sighs> The stuff that happened in L.A., man, I'll, I'll remember for the rest of my life. I'm like, I was only there for two years, and I was in a documentary. I was on the <laughs> set of a movie. Like, I was uh, collaborating with the Real Rejects. You, went, to, um, went to San Diego Comic Con. I'm like, right. my God. Like, th- this, these are the things that I've wanted to do. They've been on my bucket list for the And he the became longest. great friends with someone who we would always react to. Oh, yeah. Danny what? from Rocka Rock. Rocka Rock is the channel yeah. that, that, that yeah. we, colla- the, we, we reacted to for so long. I met him and got to hang out with this dude on a daily basis and was in a couple of his videos. It is just that whole situation is crazy to me. Now him and his brother made a movie. Like, I'm right, like yeah. man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I wanted to know. LA man is the place to be. What? I can't wait to go back. <laughs> I wanted to know what, what was your, uh, your thoughts you know, on, on that, seeing that uh, pop up the, their, their new movie that, that's coming out. The thing is, I knew about it for a while. Because oh, really? because it was being it was being worked on and and this is like you know when you when you when you work on the movie, it takes a while to get things going. That's what mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize. It takes a long time, but but to see that I'm like, there it is. Yeah, there there it is. All right, and that's a talented <laughs> dude too. Can I curse on here or no? Yes, I, I can. Yes. That's a talented motherfucker. <laughs> because it's one thing watching him on him and his brother because they're crazy people on 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 videos but but to meet the dude and he's one of the hardest working people i've ever met in my life he's high energy very very hard working and and a genuine person and mm-hmm. that that's what i appreciate because you, you never know how someone's going to be when you meet them you meet them in right. person yeah it's yeah. like they became like heroes of ours and and meeting them and chilling with them on a daily basis and and seeing how he operated and and there was a situation when we were we were in the house, we were all partying. He was in a in a, in a room with the door closed on a laptop editing. Like I'm yeah. like, that's that's what kind of person he is. Yeah. And to see to see this, I'm like, well, of course, of course, this, this is what's going to happen. Like they they deserve all the accolades in the world because him and his brother are some of the hardest working people in the world. Mm-hmm. But that's why I say it was good that he went down there because he turned into the person. He was always like that, but he turned into the person that he just spoke about. Like nowadays. You won't, and I'm not saying this to be funny, but you won't catch him going outside, like, oh, no. you know, to party or do that. He will edit Monday through Sunday. I'm in the Batcave. <laughs> He's in the Batcave. He'll edit. He'll I come up with new ideas. He'll, um, <laughs> he'll say, we can, you know, I'm looking like, yo, bro, it's Friday night. What's up? Are we out? He's like, yo, um, no, but I have another idea that we could possibly jump into. And I look at it like, you know what? It's the perfect blend because you right. need somebody to tell you, look, we can party later. Mm-hmm. Let, 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 let's knock this out. So we can get to a certain point where partying would, would, would make sense. So him going to L.A. really paid off mentally for the both of us. Like, it was a blessing. I needed him to go out there, and I didn't even know I needed him to go out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, he just, he turned into a whole different YouTube demon, and <laughs> I loved it. Do. 
It's yeah. what you got to do. It, it invigorates the hustle to like to oh, see yeah. what everyone else is doing. And um, well, well, but with that, you know, like I, I guess I, I usually I, I feel like I see you streaming like almost like every night, like all night, <laughs> at least at least from from my uh, time zone. <laughs> where you're at um uh, how do you yeah how do you personally manage yes that level of hustle that you have um and still stay sane you know like do some self-care <laughs> you know keep balanced i wish i knew <laughs> i wish i had the answer to that i don't <laughs> i really don't yeah it's just me i'm i'm someone who likes to keep working and and when i think of a new idea i gotta i gotta do it immediately while it's still in my head because I, I hyper focus on it Mm-hmm. And I'm always trying to elevate things and push things further and try this and try that and see what works, see what doesn't work. And my brain is 24-7. So I'm like, all right, well, let, let's go. Let's go. And now now I'm blessed with an editor. So now I now have the option to like film something, ship it off to him, mm-hmm. and either edit something different or stream while he's working on it. So something can always be done like at all times. So... And, and yeah. it gives him the opportunity to try to sleep for at least two hours and 18 minutes if possible. The stay insane part. I don't know. Like one day I'll figure that out. But right now it's run time. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I, I feel sort of creatively fulfilled, you know, when I'm working on something, mm-hmm. when I have an idea, I get it done. Like that, that, right. that is what the, the, the energy, you know, that, that I bring in through that. Um, but then, you know, when you were out here for uh, for a while in L.A., uh, when you when you went back, how is that creatively sort of again like you were out here and you were trying to make it happen here, uh, but unfortunately, just because of the pandemic and everything, it like really put you know uh, a, a crutch on just that sort of progression. When you went back, how was it trying to like bounce back, get back into the rhythm of like the flow of what, what was before? I mean, it was easy because it, the thing is, me and him are are have have been friends for so long. It's like it's not something you had to relearn. It's like we. Sat on the couch, we put the camera on, and we just went like like we didn't miss a step, misses at all. I mean, I kind of feel it felt like it was gonna be like that anyway because I'm like it's not like I'm doing videos with a stranger now. It's like I still I still you know still like like family. So you know it it, it wasn't really it wasn't really difficult. It was just you know just getting back into it. Yeah. Just turn the camera on and go. <laughs> um, <We're> still stupid people. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, you mentioned, yeah, that you've been friends for so long. I, I guess I forgot to ask, what is the origin there? The origin of like your guys' uh, friendship? How did you meet? We met at the same job. We both worked at the hospital together. I met him in December. I met him December 8th, 2008. I met him. By January 2009, he invited me over to his house. That's when I met him and the group that he had already formed as far mm-hmm. as music. And that's when me and him started to become closer and closer. I started to see what he would get into, making beats, making music, music, um, rapping. Every Friday, we would have like these freestyle ciphers. And then I started to realize he also does, he, he gets into filming, like short movies, short films and skits. Like, mind you, we met in 2008. By 2009, I'm hanging around him and his squad every day. Right. Yeah, it, it was just crazy how things just fell into place. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the again, like the creative energy around that, I think is like it's, it's easy to gravitate towards and to gravitate towards, like yeah, that that sort of uh, ensemble piece of you know working together in the space. And now you're here, um, and you mentioned the short films, uh, and uh, the thing about the channel that I noticed really early on was 
um, that you're not only making, you know, skits and short films, that you still highlight them to this day. Like you still put an effort into watching original content from mm-hmm. like smaller creators. Um, and many of that being like horror films, like you have like a really sort of like strong appeal for uh, horror, the horror genre. Um, what, what is your history with, with that genre? It, number one, we already, we always loved horror films. There's not, there's nothing like, like going to the theater, like the day of a release of a horror film. And then I'll never forget. Uh, what was it? The Conjuring? No, 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 no. Before, before that, uh, 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 Paranormal Activity 3. Oh my. There's a scene in Paranormal Activity 3 where it just happens and we almost backflipped out of our seat. <laughs> like, I think that's when you dropped the whole tub of popcorn. I yeah, dropped a whole a tub whole of popcorn on the ground. It's, it's my ten dollar, my ten dollar bucket of popcorn. There's, there's nothing like that feeling. So we always gravitated toward horror film, and then finding out that there's an infinite resource of hor- short horror films on YouTube that was like the best thing ever. I'm like, all right, well, let's dive into this. And then we watched Lights Out, and it ruined my life. I, <laughs> I, I can't rewatch Lights Out, the the short film, because like there's a face in there that yeah. I still have in the back of my mind. I'm like, I don't want to see that again. Like it, it ruined me. That having that effect on me, I'm like, well, we got to find more. So we ended up just diving into it and finding all kinds of stuff. And it got to the point where the directors of these short films not only were watching what what our reactions and commenting on them, but they were also sending us stuff that they they made, which I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. So we, Uh, we, we loved it. We always loved it. Yeah. Having that. Yeah. That that's what you need. Right. That cycle of like. You get the reception of them seeing you. They want you to do more. They send you mm-hmm. more, and yep. then, yeah, it's, it's a good resource to just keep turning yep. out. I even I even saw your reaction to uh, David F. Sandberg's uh, new short that he did yes. uh, last Yo, month. Oh man, know, that ruined me strike. too. <laughs> yeah, like, he still got it. Like why? Yeah. Yeah. I almost like we were Super Mario Brothers in that one. Yeah, we just <laughs> that was we we jumped to the ceiling. Right, and we love what he does because he he writes about and he displays what you might really be afraid of if you're in the house by yourself. And it's, it's so simple, but so effective. So effective. I'm like, all his productions are, are, are a camera, his wife, one location, yep. and he's able to make that terrifying. I'm like, this dude is a genius. It's so simple because we all feel the same when we are looking down the hallway out of our bedroom. I think I see something. I, I don't know I what it something. is. <laughs> um, how does, I guess, how does your investment in horror, uh, the horror franchise, you know, compare to like, you know, the other ones like DC, Marvel, Star Wars, whatever? Uh, do you have any aspirations to? Maybe you know, dip your toes into like making your yes. own short, short, short form. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. Oh yeah. We played around with one back in the day, and we called the VHS three. That's before right. another VHS came out, and and that's because I had an idea of of doing horror but mixing it with comedy. It was really low budget. It was really chaotic. It was a mess to put together, but I still appreciate it. It's my baby. <laughs> so I always wanted to make number one, make a sequel to that, and number two, there, there's an idea I've been kicking around for like I wrote it while I was in, I was in L.A. And I've been kicking around for a while. And one day we're going to make this. I'm not even going to say what it is, but it's, it's going to be a shock to the system. But yeah, <laughs> I, I love horror. I love watching it. Unfortunately, uh, these days a lot tends to let, let us down the theater. But I still have an attachment to horror. I want to, I want to see it succeed because I want to be scared. And I also want to, you know, try my hand at, at, at working on one again. Right. Uh, do you guys have uh, again, like going back to Rocket Rocket and like the, you know the new movie coming out? Do you guys uh, have any uh, other um, you know sort of uh, aspirations for uh, other YouTubers that you know that you, you might like to see sort of 
evolve to make it big? Like, are there any other uh, channels you're keeping tabs on? You're like, I want to see if they can make a movie. I don't know if I can talk about this. Okay. Okay. That only because I don't know if it's public yet. But the, there, there's, there's, there's a YouTuber friend of mine that's been working on something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, if, I don't know if he's talked about it yet. But, but sure. I would like to see that happen. I know I'm super vague. Like, what the hell are you no talking problem. about? Like, <laughs> I don't know if I can talk about it. I don't want to. I don't want to leak it here if, if he hasn't talked about it yet because I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> he called you like, Yo, what the fuck? yeah. Like, well, why are you talking about that? Like, <laughs> oops. Fair but enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I know. I know he's working on something. I would like to see that, but um, I want to see everybody succeed, man. Like, it, it's right. like what, what we're doing is like we're we're, we're 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 it's a blessing that we're in this position. So I'm like, all right, let's take this as far as we can go. Like, if you want to make a movie, want to make a TV show, just just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want, I want whoever wants to, to do whatever, just just do it. Now's the time. Yeah, like, just try. I, I would tell anybody. I would tell anybody if you are a creator, if you like to do what you do, especially if you are a YouTuber, I say take a chance. Do yeah. whatever. If it starts off slow, if you don't see the comments, the likes, and the views that you want, don't let that set you back because honestly whatever you put out nowadays you're, you're flipping the coin All right you, you you can't expect everything to always just jump off but you have to take a damn chance yeah mm-hmm. and i tell people i always tell my friends um i always tell my friends that social media should not be taken that serious i think that if you want to post a picture just post it if you yeah. have a video you want to post just post it don't worry about the likes and the comments as long as you're not posting disrespectful and appropriate stuff take a chance with what you like if you are a short if you like to create short films, do it. Just just do it. Because, right. my God, there are millions and billions of people out here who might like what you do. Mm-hmm. So just take a chance and let the world tell you if it's good or not. But don't tell yourself, hey, I only got two likes so far. I'm not going to do this again. That is the dumbest thing that you can do. Take as, a chance and believe in yourself before you put it out. As a YouTube junkie, I see there's a lot of talented people out there. Mm-hmm. And, and of varying sizes, big, small, medium, it doesn't matter, like... There's some talented people out there, and, and I know if they were to you know work on something, it it would be dope, and I would definitely watch it. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 should be a thing. There are a lot of people who are creating short horror films on YouTube who I wish would actually have a big screen opportunity. Yeah. Because yeah. we have been to the movies over and over again over the years, and we have been disappointed with a lot of horror films. <laughs> so I would love to see these people get a chance because nowadays I feel as though these directors are just throwing crap out there because they have a budget. Mm-hmm. So give these people who still love the art, give these people an opportunity. That's all I ask. It's, it's, it goes the same for us. Yeah. I mean, like you mentioned, being a YouTube junkie, but also being involved in the space for, again, so long now. Um, what, what are some of the obstacles that you've seen uh, stay you know, consistent throughout you know, your experience on- online? Like the stuff that's still here, stuff that you're still dealing with that you kind of... Uh, uh, wish you know you could still navigate a little easier stuff that i wish it was easier uh maybe you youtube's algorithm and 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 <sighs> their uh content id system and <laughs> copyright strikes appeals and all that maybe I, mean, I wish that was easier but you know that's something that just we can complain about it forever but it, it it's probably not going to get any better for a while but uh that's really the biggest challenge because everything else is, you know, it, it, it's not really a problem. Right. You know, everything else is manageable. It's just that it's like like that thing we have no control over. It's like, all right, what's going to happen today? Like, who's going to come get me? <laughs> you know, you just got to live. Random guy number three said, oh, this is this, this is my content. Like, well, what the? 
<laughs> you got big studios doing it. Yeah. But you know what tripped me out is like it, it happened like that in the beginning, but then there was this point where where the big studios like Warner Brothers and all that came around and was cool and they actually started reaching out. I'll never forget when I got like emails from Warner Brothers and Disney, like, yeah, can we use your content? And it's mm-hmm. like even it even happened for um I think Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah. Like right. they reached out, like, can we use your content in this uh in this reel that we're doing to promote the movie? I'm like, whoa. I'm like, that's crazy. Like they're actually they actually watch these. And that's that's when I realized that like, yeah, this is good promotion for them too, for these movies and shows and whatever. I so agree. that yeah. that part got a little easier. Right. But you know, not not every company Agrees cares. with yeah. Like we don't care if you use our content. Give me that. <laughs> uh I guess have you how have you seen the uh the landscape change, you know, uh, over the years? Um uh in just terms of like not just copyright stuff, but like just you know, the YouTube in general, like the again, like you said, the hustle of like just making stuff. I think it's evolved, right? Because back in the day it was like just trailers. Mm-hmm. Now now it's it's TV shows, it is it's yeah, it's everything. Like it's movies. Like, I, mm-hmm. reacting to movies back in the day was unheard of. I'm like, right. number one, I thought, ain't nobody going to want to watch us watch a movie for, like, you know, the whole the whole duration or, or you know, and all that. Until we realize. Like, but but it's a thing now. And people actually want to see it. I'm like, damn, really? Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know that it would change the way. You can react to anything now. Like, yeah. anything. People are reacting to stuff. Like, even now, I'm like, wait, really? But it, it's evolved, right? Because that's, that's the natural evolution of it. Like it, it's not just going to stay with one thing. It it there's an audience for everything, right. and it's that landscape has changed like a motherfucker. Yeah, because of my French. Because look at, <laughs> I, I am now a part of the audience that watches people eat some of these spiciest noodles on earth. I mean, we've always been like that, though, right? I know, but now I'm starting to watch others do it more, and that's why I bought those um noodles on my birthday. Because I'm watching somebody eat something called bodeg noodles times two, and I'm looking like, you know what? I try to get them to try times four. You don't want to do that yet, but mm-hmm. you want to do it. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's go ahead and do it. Because I know what's going to happen. We t- if, if I try times four, I'm going to be in there till 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to that bathroom all that time because I eat a noodle. No. But it, that's. It's, it's the progression of it. It's the evolution of it. Like, And, and it's fun to see, really. It, it's really exciting. I'm like. And I feel like the barrier to entry is lower too, because now mm-hmm. it's not you don't need like an expensive DSLR and 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 all these lights. Some just need a phone, like and some literally do it with a phone, and the quality is still up there. I'm like, man, right. it even looks better than when we started, and we were on <laughs> yeah. a little cheap camera, like. But yeah, now now it's easier to do, and there are some entertaining people out there, and I I, I love seeing it. Yeah, uh, I guess personally, how do you feel like you've grown, you know, over the years uh, with the channel, through the channel? Mm. We we've we've also evolved. I I used to <laughs> I used to rip things to shreds back then. I look back on it, I'm like Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah, who, who was that? Like I've 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 grown, and and uh, uh, that's probably because like once you see how things are done, like once I went to 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 L.A. and I I was blessed to be on like movie sets and meet people. And and see how things are done behind the scenes. You understand it's like it's not as clear as clear cut as I thought it was. Like mm-hmm. there there's there's moving parts, there's things that happen, there, you know, all kinds of things that can that can affect the production or whatever. And that made me a little bit more understanding to it's not always, you know, this person's fault, whatever like that. So, you know, I try to change my stance on it and look at the positive. I'm like, okay, well, maybe something happened that caused it to be like this, whatever like that. 
you know, because you never know. Like I, I, there was a movie that 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 came out when well, that was supposed to come out, and right when it was supposed to come out, it got a it got a complete rewrite from scratch, mm-hmm. and and I knew the guy writing it, so. And and that's after an acquisition. I'm trying to be vague here, right? But and then when the movie did come out, it was a comic book movie. It didn't really end up doing. But then you could see, like, oh yeah, this production production got screwed. Like you could see it while watching the movie. I'm like, yeah, I see exactly where you know things went wrong. Went wrong. But mm-hmm. it wasn't. It wasn't his fault. Like you know. It, so there's there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that happen that cause things to be the way they are, which is what. A lot of people don't understand. I'm starting to see it more because I'm seeing a lot of these comments nowadays. I'm like, I used to be just like that. Right. Where I'm like, well, just have some patience. I'm like, but I was that same person just <laughs> yelling back in the day like, oh, this is whack. You know what I mean? Why is it like this? Like, this I don't bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not my Wolverine. Like, you know, random stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you realize that? Yeah, 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 there, there's, there's, there's a lot that people don't understand that that happens. So, like, I'm, I've, I've grown. I've become more more tolerant, more, more patient and not, not as, you know, Understand prone to anger. Like I'll, I'll still rip into things now and then, but you know, I, I try to be, you know, a little bit more educational with it. Like, you know, a little, 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 little better. This, this is, this is a grown man. I'm dog. It's not a young kid that was <laughs> yelling at everything and calling things whack and all that. Like, it was like, I mean, things are still whack, but you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I, I convey that message better. Right. Right. Uh, what about you, uh, you Joe? Um, I think I have started to give different things a chance because I would always live inside of a box and watch the same things or the same type of things over and over again. He was opposed to prequels. I couldn't get this man to watch a prequel back, yeah, I, back I, in the day. Like he couldn't. He's like, I already know what's going to happen. I don't want to watch the prequel. Like now, I, now I, man, I was anti prequel. He yeah. would mention the prequel. I get mad. He missed my whole prequels now. Yeah. Now, now prequels. I'm, I'm all about. When's the next prequel? When's the next prequel? I want to see what happened before this shit happened. Because if he didn't watch prequels, then then he wouldn't want to watch Andor. And I, I'll be damned yeah. if people don't watch Andor. Yeah, you <laughs> watching Andor. So yeah, I've grown and I have learned to give things a chance, even with food. Right. Food. Um. Food and um. Actual videos. I've given things a chance. The old, the older I've gotten, the more we have done YouTube. I've learned that there are way more things than what I'm just used to mm-hmm. that I could possibly enjoy. Step outside of your comfort zone. He um he he got me to try a ramen spot, and when I tried ramen, I would always tell him, "Why would I go to a ramen restaurant if I can just buy ramen from the market?" And this is something that sounds so simple. Right. I, w- I was against it, but then when I went, I realized how creative people got with ramen. Mm-hmm. So that that is that is an example of how we have both grown over the years. I had to try to, I had to expand my mind. He's become more cultured. I've become more cult, more cultured. <laughs> uh, I, I I can really. I didn't try a premium ramen spot until I was probably like in my early twenties. See y'all didn't know. See, yeah. it was y'all didn't know. <laughs> y'all did not know. You got yeah, you gotta have someone guide you and do it. You gotta have, you do. have someone you do. hold True. your hand to do it. <laughs> True. How about Korean barbecue slash hot pot? Same you... same. I didn't have I didn't have Korean barbecue until I moved out to LA. Obviously, because I, I came from a small town growing up, so like it was just oh, wasn't okay. around me. So but like when it came out to LA, my friends took me one day and yeah, it just you know, changed my world. <laughs> It changed your life. Yeah. It changed you. Like, I want to live here. See, see, me and him. Yeah. See, I'm from a small town, Pensacola, New Jersey. Yeah. Met him years later. I was like, Korean barbecue, what is this? I turned 24 or 25 years old. Him and my friend Jamie, Silent Ninja, she's like, hey, um, let's try a Korean barbecue spot. I'm like, hold up. We got to cook our own stuff? No. <laughs> no, none of my birthday. 
And next thing you know, you can, can, can we go back next week? Can we mm-hmm. barbecue? I I go almost like once a week to Korean barbecue. Oh, <laughs> at man. This point, out here in LA. Oh, uh, dangerous, I mean, man. The, dangerous. The, the last time you guys came, we went to Korean barbecue. That's like, that's, yep. the, that's the go to oh, spot. Yep. God. I still got the pictures. Yeah. I can still taste the food. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to, you know, so, uh, start to wrap things up here. Um, and uh, I like to sort of end these with. Reminding everyone watching and the channels participating uh, that, you know, these platforms, these channels uh, really have to be an outlet for yourself, first and foremost. Like, you know, beyond being a business and generating, you know, money for yourself, it has to be something that you feel comfortable being on and having it be a part of your voice. Um, So I want to ask beyond any sort of financial or monetary value, what would you say is the most rewarding aspect of the channel for you at this point? It's therapeutic Mm -hmm. because... You know, sometimes things go on behind the scenes. Sometimes life affects you and all that. And being able to make a video where you're just, you pour all your emotions into it. Because we're passionate about doing these. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it, it's it's an outlet. So it's, it's a release. Like, it, it helps us. And, and then when people laugh along with us, that's always, that's also therapeutic. There's so many people that, that hit us up. It's like, hey, you got me through some hard times. That's always the biggest compliment you can give me. Telling me that, that the goofy stuff that we're doing helped you in some way. Like, so... It, it's YouTube is therapy for me. You might as well take what he said and understand. I'm going to say the same exact thing. <laughs> it those comments, seeing somebody say, "Hey, you helped me fight depression," mm-hmm. or "Hey, I just lost a family member. I watched your videos to cope." That's that, crazy to think about. I'm that's like, the reward. Like yeah. when we initially did this with, I didn't know that videos would have that kind of impact. But like seeing that it does, that that's that's incredible to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you help y'all help me. Probably more than I that that helped you. Like y'all, y'all don't even understand. This this is a two way street here. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I mean that 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 is a uh, a wonderful way to uh, end with. You know the the point of the connection between you and the audience. Uh, we do have a final questionnaire uh, inspired by Inside the Act Studio. Our final ten question prowess questionnaire. Okay. Um, just ten questions down the barrel for I guess each of you can give an answer. Uh, so let's get started. All right. Uh, <clears throat> first question is: uh, What is your favorite TV show? <clears throat> Me seasons one through five of um, Green Arrow. Boom. Green Arrow, yeah. <laughs> Friday Night Lights. Good picks. Good picks. Uh, what are your favorite films? Jeez. Oh, Princess Bride, Galaxy Quest, Terminator One. I'll go with those. <laughs> okay. Titanic, every Mark Wahlberg film, the first Avatar, and um. Um, what was the football one? Oh, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Great picks. Very, very uh, eclectic selection there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what stresses you out? Shit. The outside world. Sunlight? <laughs> no. Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had, been asked that question. Like, it, it seems like something easy to answer, though, but I don't know. Yeah. Negative people. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. When yeah. I, and that can go, you can go so far with that comment. Because I've ranted so much about this on stream. Yeah, that does stress me out. Like, Negative people. Just seeing like, like random, like not even random, just like over, overly done negativity to the point where some yeah. of it isn't even warranted. Yeah, yeah that does stress me out. It shouldn't, but I see it. It's way too common these days. And that does stress me out. Negative Makes people. sense. Uh, what helps you relax? Oh, shit. Going to, 
I always tell him, um, going to the movies, that is my therapy. He hears me say it all the time. That's my therapy that helps me relax. Going to the theater mm-hmm. helps me ignore what's going on outside of those doors. Right. That's my therapy. That is what helps me relax. Going to the movie theater. For me, streaming and doing videos helps me relax. Yeah. I guess that's why I'm always doing something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe, when you get back out here, you definitely got to just go to every theater out here in L.A. You know, the, <laughs> yep. the huge selection yeah, that we yep. have out here. You sell like, yo. Yeah, they're like you churches out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what pastime outside of film and TV do you enjoy uh, the most? <laughs> Video games. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I feed stray animals per day. Oh really? Yeah, I keep a um I I have a trunk full of cat food yep. and dog food. And um it sounds crazy, it sounds unrealistic, but I come across a lot of stray animals in Philly and I take a risk sometimes, but um I open up a can and I feed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. I try to catch them ran I try to I try I don't search for them, but I like to see, you know, if I come but, across them, I like to yeah, have food yeah. in my trunk. I'm ready. They find them. Uh, What is your uh, guilty pleasure um, show or film? Oh, shucks. What is that show that I always watched? The one that I loved? The Two Sisters. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ain't a guilty pleasure. That's a good show. (laughs) Right Um, there. (laughs) Guilty pleasure. I'm not guilty for anything I like, so I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's also fair. (laughs) No need to feel the guilt. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't have an answer. That's okay. I'll take Gilmore Girls. That's a good, good, good answer. <laughs> um, what would be your dream profession uh, besides reacting? Acting. Mm. Acting. Yeah. Acting. I think you guys be great at it. Like honestly, like you guys should consider doing some sort of live show. Truthfully, <laughs> man, it, that one day, one day, it's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> one day. Uh. What show or movie uh, on your channel gave you your favorite reaction experience? Squid Games or or or, or Stranger Things? Like they both they both broke us. I think I think I think Stranger Things. Might... I don't know. This episode of Squid Games had me leaking for a week. Oh, so both great picks. Yeah. I f- it, but I don't know. I damn. I'm kind of partial to Andor as well. Handle destroy this, but also, um, sheesh, the Mandalorian that 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 one episode that <laughs> that that like that wasn't that wasn't cool. Like I no, I I think for me probably Stranger Things because like that whole journey was like something that I always remember from even like the trailers and how that was to mm-hmm. lead into the show. Because, you know, I'm, a, I'm an 80s baby, so see, seeing that kind of aesthetic always gets me. But seeing it done like that. Stranger Things. I, yeah, I think probably Stranger, Stranger Things, Things season four. Right. Um, what show or film do you wish you could erase from your memory for, and react to for the first time on the channel? Oh. And relive it again? Mm-hmm. Right. Redo it? Um, Avengers Infinity War. I wish that I could forget oh, it man. and watch it and just enjoy it all over again without knowing what's going to happen. I would say Infinity War and Endgame because I can say it in one movie. Yeah, because like pick. the yeah. experience I had, man, this is unrivaled. That is still my favorite experience, theater experience to this day. Nothing has matched that. And I think, Nothing. End, I think Endgame really made us 
Endgame was one of our most emotional moments in the theater where emotion was just there, where we cried, cried, and we left as if we came from a funeral. Right. Mm. Right. Um, and final question, what advice would you give to your past self when you first started the channel? Oh, Do exactly what you do. No, no. Um, <laughs> be more patient. Be 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 more patient. Cause I I used to snap on things <laughs> to the point where it was a little. <laughs> I go back and look at it now. I'm like Jesus Christ, why are you doing this? I'm talking to myself. Why are you this way? Just you know, it sounds generic though. But I think that that's the main thing. Cause there's some things I didn't have the patience for. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like like the witch. I've, I've I've been notorious ripping <laughs> ripping that movie, but I'm like, you know what? The movie isn't really that bad. It's just like it wasn't for me, All right? You know what I mean? And that's that's this is growth here, because mm-hmm. I I would do a whole 24 hour stream ripping that movie to shreds. But I'm like, <laughs> I can show growth with that movie as well. I grew to hate it more. That's my growth. <laughs> it was just promoted wrong to me. That that's why. But like it it seemed like like you know the scariest movie ever. It's an indie film. Like, oh, you know. A twenty four. That that that's the movies that they they make, and I, there's some some of their movies that I really enjoy. Right. But yeah, just be be more be more patient. Yeah. And uh, um, how about you, Joe? I would have so back when we first started. If I could go back in time and talk to my 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 earlier self as far as YouTube, I would just tell myself to learn more about editing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that too. You know, like <laughs> Jesus. Just I would just learn it early. You know, that way I could help out more. That's what I would tell my older. That's what I would tell the earlier version of myself. Learn. Right. Learn. Just sit and learn. I would burn out so much. I'd be a fireball at the, at the <laughs> computer. Hey, were you tired? <laughs> Both great points. Both great points. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming on today. I really appreciate yeah, hearing uh, your insight about the whole thing. And I look forward to like if you've managed to. Yeah, get those uh those horror ideas from uh, the script of the page uh, the screen. Uh, that would uh, I, I look forward to that in the future. Thank you. Um, thank you. Where can where can everyone find you online, uh, YouTube or otherwise? YouTube is youtube.com slash struggle nation. Twitch is twitch.tv slash ECOMOG. TikTok is Struggle Nation TV. Instagram, of course, Instagram.com slash ECOMOG. Go ahead. And my new Instagram, because the other one got hacked, is N2 underscore improv. N2 underscore I M P R O V. Okay. So yeah, follow, follow us on everything. Follow yeah. us on everything, please. <laughs> Plus, I need my um new content every day. I need my um my followers back. So <laughs> right. Please follow. <laughs> uh yeah, again, thank you guys for hopping on. It was uh, it was a blast. Always a pleasure. Uh it was fun. It was fun. If uh you're watching this on YouTube, please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you found this through the newsletter, please share, spread the good word. We always appreciate new subscribers to that as well. Um, And we will catch everyone on the next episode. Thank you.